This is a continuing episode of a series with lunar explorer Shanmuga Subramuniam. Since most of the audience who listens to this podcast are North American, well, maybe we'll fill them in a little bit more because unfortunately the news cycle here, I'm not sure exactly how I discovered that you discovered this. So I discovered you through Twitter and that I was talking to some other Indian folks on Twitter and they were saying like, yeah, you should go interview this guy. So I was trying to catch you then, but you were, you were too popular at that point in time. You're, you're probably busy with the, the, with the big news, uh, agencies. I don't think people here knew about the lander and that it was going to the South Pole. The lander also had like, for example, I'd like to tell them some more about the lander. It also had a rover in it too, did it not? Yeah, it also had a rover in it. It was a very small rover when compared to Perseverance or Curiosity rover. So it was it was very small. Uh, but uh, after lander has landed, the rover was supposed to roll out in six years. But unfortunately, we also lost rover on it. Otherwise, we could have got some good pictures of uh, Moon South Pole. But it's not even near to South Pole, I would say, because it's 70 degrees south uh, in Moon. So so the actual South Pole is somewhere around 85 to 90 degrees, I would say, is the actual actual Moon South Pole. But it would be very interesting to see what is over there in Moon South Pole always. The Lunar South Pole is the southernmost point on the Moon. It is of special interest to scientists because it has water ice in permanently shadowed areas. The lunar south pole region features craters that are unique in that the near constant sunlight does not reach their interior. Such craters are cold traps that contain a fossilized record of hydrogen, water ice, and other volatiles dating from the early solar system formation period. In contrast, the lunar North Pole exhibits a much lower quantity of sheltered craters. A cold trap is a concept in planetary sciences that describes an area cold enough to freeze or trap volatiles. Cold traps can exist on the surfaces of airless bodies. The ice is trapped inside of a cold trap can remain there for geological time periods, allowing for a glimpse far into the primordial time of the solar system. Ice doesn't spread all over the moon, but stays in these cold traps because there are thermophysical properties such as scattered sunlight, thermal re-radiation, internal heat, 
and light given off by Earth. Lunar missions have been happening since 1958. The first successful one was in 1959, where the Soviet Union smashed a spacecraft called Lunik 2 into the moon's surface. This is known as a hard landing. A soft landing is where the spacecraft touches down so that the spacecraft is intact. So far, 38 soft landings have been attempted on the moon. The success rate is 52%. Upcoming missions to the moon are Blue Origin is planning a mission to the South Pole region in about 2024. Chandrayaan-3 is planned for August 2022, this year. Chandrayaan-3 is aiming for the same landing site on the moon's South Pole region as the Chandrayaan-2 mission. The word Chandra means moon. Yan means vehicle. So a mission called Chandrayaan implies there's a lunar mission with a vehicle. If all goes according to plan, India would become the fourth country to successfully soft land on the moon after the United States, Russia, and China. Although none of those countries has yet landed in the ice-rich South Pole. The Chandrayaan-3 mission will carry a rover and the lander. The Chandrayaan-2 contained also an orbiter. Videos to these various missions are in the show notes. So, you know, what kind of attention and recognition did you get? I mean, we talked a little bit about NASA, but okay. we were like... I think I remember the day very well. Uh, I slept sometime some late, something like uh, 11 p.m. in the night. And I also, I used to have an habit of uh, just keeping my laptops on uh, without ever shutting it down, going to sleep. And um, 3, uh, 3.30 or 4, uh, 4 o'clock around, uh, I just woke up and uh, I just saw some emails. And I was surprised to see some email from uh, someone who is not known to me. It was John Keller from NASA. And he wrote an email to me. Uh, having a couple of other folks like Mark Robinson of Arizona University and Noah Pitro of NASA. So they wrote to me saying that you have, uh, we have created you for discovery of the debris. And Mark Robinson is the first person I reached out to when I found the debris, I reached out to him. So actually he has reached out to Noah and others uh, saying this might be the actual path of the debris. So. Yeah, the credit also goes to Mark because uh, nobody ever takes uh, email from another person very seriously. But Mark was uh, very curious enough that he took my email seriously with all the evidence I presented. He thought there might be some amount of truth in it. So he took to NASA scientists as well as LRO because he is the chief principal investigator of LRO. So then they found uh, debris surrounding the actual path of the lander. Oh, cool. 
what i found was just a tiny speck of the debris but what they found was uh, was the actual debris splattered uh, that is spread around that particular path because they had access to the pictures from october and november passing of lrvo on that same area whereas i had access only to the september passing of the area which was very kind of a dark but uh, it is still uh, we would be still able to find it if we put some hard work into into that It's the 22nd century, and although there's no faster-than-light drive, governments and religious organizations fund voyages by giant ships that spend multiple generations in voyage to Earth-like exoplanets. Young Arcady feels blessed to be born aboard the ship when he did because the ship will soon reach its destination and it will happen during his lifetime. But he's heartbroken that instead of being trained as a pilot, he is stuck training to be a farmer because those skills are more important for creating their civilization and completing the abandonment of Earth and the troubles they left behind. But once their ship makes planetfall, the strife left behind a millennia ago resurfaces, starting with the murder of his sister. After the mysterious disappearance of other generation ships, Arcady now, an officer of the Space Force, suspects that someone close to him is killing his people. This murder investigation Space Opera is a novelette by Lancer Kind and it's called Memories Victims. It is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble's Nook. If you're using a podcast player, go ahead and tap on it so you can get to the show notes and then you can see the video Chandrayaan 2 lander attempting its safe landing on the moon. And other links will be shown up there as well. Where are the show notes? The show notes show up in your podcast player app, or if you downloaded this MP3 from the website, go back to the website and the webpage from which you got this will show the show notes there. Next episode, we hear more from Sean. Did your phone start ringing as well? Or did people like knock on your door to talk to you? Does the head of city know you? Probably, I would think yes. But uh, the current chief minister of Tamil Nadu actually was the first one to send out a congratulatory message to me. He was the opposition leader then. Then uh, the chief minister is like the governor of the state in US. Uh, so I did go and meet the chief minister of Tamil Nadu at that time. And uh, I had a good photo opportunity with them because it, it's very rare to meet a chief minister, very rare to get invited to the office of the chief minister. So that was kind of a good one, I would say.